beautiful geographers out there, welcome to another AQA GCSE Geography podcast. I'm making this specifically for my wonderful students at Wilden School, but if you are studying AQA GCSE Geography, this is going to help you massively with the paper two section and the resource management topic. Today's focus is water in the UK, and I've made some resources to go along with it. They are linked with this podcast or to the wonderful wilderness you find them on my geography classroom assignment for you today right without further ado um we don't have enough water in the uk (laughs) now you'll probably be understanding that recently where we have had the most sunshine hours ever on record for spring and things look a little bit dry and your garden got a little bit dry so you may understand that but if you just think back to february february 2020 when we were all at school and it was the wettest february on record and there was flooding everywhere and misery for all the people in wales in northwest england around the lake district then it's pretty hard to believe actually how come we don't have enough water there's loads of rain it always rains people around the world take the mickey out of us for how much it rains and it's damp and drizzly in the uk so let me get a little bit technical with this why don't we have actually enough water well first of all actually the rain doesn't really fall where the population is we live condensed in cities especially in the southeast around london the greater london area and the wider london london area you've got 14.5 million people just like that that's before you get down to hampshire so we've got a huge amount of demand and we don't actually get that much rainfall here we actually get like less than half what other places get so you've got an area of great demand where not actually much rain is falling added to that our demand for water in the uk has just gone up massively everyone wants or does indeed you know a lot of us has water appliances so i'm not just talking washing machines i'm talking things like dishwashers i'm talking the power showers but just shout power shower which forces obviously more water through faster and then there are the you know the big luxuries the things like i would love to have like things like hot tubs and things we use sprinklers on our gardens to keep them beautiful so we actually use way more water when you think about how much water goes into actually even making our food it's scary our water consumption is huge we then got an issue with leaks you know they they kind of debate this the water companies but anywhere from a quarter to even up to a third of our water is lost our piped water is lost through leaks which is pretty scary some of it will make its way through back down to the groundwater so some of it we can recapture but this is a huge issue because a lot of our pipes were made so many years ago and we haven't upgraded and improved the infrastructure they've got old they've cracked you know roots and everything deep underground have damaged them and broken them So we've got this problem with needing to overhaul all our water pipes in the UK to actually reduce the leaks. Then there is the true physical issue of geography and something called relief rainfall. So the west of the UK is, you know, double the wetness, if not triple the wetness of the east of the UK because of this relief rainfall. As you know, we have this amazing North Atlantic drift. Our prevailing wind travels from areas of the Caribbean 
being across the Atlantic Ocean for at least 5,000 miles where it picks up moisture. It hits the line of the west of the UK. It hits hills. It hits the mountains, the Cambrian Mountains, the Lake District, where air rises. As air rises, it condenses, it forms into water droplets, and then we have the precipitation. And it's why the Lake District, why Wales, why Western Scotland is so wet, rather than the eastern areas of the UK, like Essex, are a lot drier. So we've got these issues. We've got the consumption, we've got the leakage effect, and then we've got physical effects. So where we get the rain does not actually meet where actually the huge demand for the supply is. Now, we're going to come on and look at later actually what we're trying to do about it. So things like water transfer schemes, having reservoirs, great big reservoirs in the northwest, in Wales and so on when there is more rain, and then piping this water to areas of deficit like London. There are some solutions, but obviously that is costly. And really, is that sustainable? If water demand is growing up and the population is increasing, is this actually really sustainable to actually meet our demand in the UK? Perhaps we actually need to reduce our consumption. Perhaps we need to, you know, flush the toilet less. But these are solutions I'm going to get onto next time. So like always, the resources to go with this can be found on the link. And to my wonderful, wonderful wilderness, thanks so much for listening. Little video clip for you to watch now and a Google quiz to do. Um, hear me next time. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Bye. Thank you.